starting. It's Welcome starting. to the not the greatest spectacle in podcasting. The Hoosier Nerds what? Podcast with your host, Chris and Chris. We are the greatest spectacle in podcasting. What are you talking about? We're just unknown. You're right. We, we've predicted so much stuff. We're always like the first on something or like predict something and it happened, but we don't get any of the credit. This is true. Okay. So I was watching, like I was cooking dinner and I had the news on, right? Fox 59. Yeah. They were talking about AI and they said on there that experts are saying that you need to do something about AI or it will, it will annihilate the human race. It's not, it's only like we talked about that last week. I know. Like we've talked about that like three times already. So, they just need to. We just need to get paid by some like think, group or like the U.S. government. Something. I mean, they're listening to us anyway. Yeah, they're probably one of our twenty viewers, our FBI agents. I think they are because we keep on talking about. I keep on talking about conspiracy theories. Hey, I love me a good conspiracy theory. Your conspiracy truths, what they are. Hey, in recent in recent years, conspiracy theories have been you know. Have been gaining and uh, being right. Yep. I mean, what can I say? You know. I mean, Sorry you about bl- the cats fighting, you, but you you can blame that on uh, on poor relationship choices in my life and not trusting anybody. It just bled over into conspiracy theories and not trusting the government. Well, I haven't trusted the government since. Um... Since Kennedy assassination. Nah, since the Lincoln assassination. That's how long it's been since I haven't been trusting them. Because <laughs> why? They hired John Wilkes Booth? Yes. And his cast of idiots. Those guys were morons. Like, one, like, honestly was like a moron. Yeah. I don't know how he expected to get away with it. Because he thought this, those people in the South were going to embrace him with open arms. Oh, yeah. He thought he was going to get help, and people were like, no, we're just tired of fighting. Yeah. And poor Dr. Mudd. But you know that where that came, that's where that came from, was, you know, so my name is Mudd, right? He's yeah. Cartoons. That's where that came from, Dr. Mudd. I didn't know that. Yeah. Somebody told me that. And then he got pardoned because he helped out with, what, like a smallpox breakout or something on the dry tortugas in the prison down there in the Florida Keys. But did you ever see that the conspirator with uh, uh, Jenny from Forrest Gump? And no, I haven't. You should see it, dude. It's Jenny. so good. It's called the conspirator, and it's about um, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the mother of uh, uh, what was the house he went to? Holy shit! Um, Surratt, Mary Surratt. It's about Mary Surratt and her trial, and mother and. Uh, she kept asking for a pardon, and it never came, and they hung her. So, I don't think it's a really good it. movie. It's a Robert Redford movie. Huh? It's very good. Yeah, the conspirator, Robin Wright. It's got a lot of people in it. James McAvoy, Kevin Klein's in it. Evan Rachel Wood, Evan Rachel Wood, Justin Long, Colin. He's in a lot of stuff. It's got a lot of good. It's got a lot of big people in it. You should check it out. Norman Reedus is in it. Holy shit, he plays Louis Payne. 
Norman Reedus before it was he was Norman Reedus. Jeez. Right. Well, I don't know when this movie came out. No, he was. Well, I don't know when did Walking Dead start. Well, he got his start in uh, Boondock Saints. That was a good movie. I, they're supposed to be making a third one. I keep hearing that they're making a third one every every year. It's like, hey, we're making a third one. Hey, we're making a third it's, one. It's the same year, two thousand ten. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah, he played Lewis Payne, who was a who was a conspirator to uh, over to uh, take down a government. But anyway, uh, no conspiracy theories this week that I know of. Um, I don't have any uh, conspiracy theories I can think of. Right now that I want to bring up, but oh, there is a conspiracy theory. Since you know, I am going to talk about the Indy 500. Let's talk about the Indy 500. Okay, so the Indy 500 was this past weekend, won by Joseph Newgarden. Was it rigged? Um, Is that what your theory is? That's not my theory. There is no theory. I I don't agree with this conspiracy theory. But so there were like three red flags within the last 20 laps of the race. What's a red flag? Because they want to make because. They red flagged the race. They stopped the race. Because there was, there was a, well, there was a wreck with 15 laps to go, and they red flagged the, it. Is that when the tire got shot out of the park? Yes. And that woman got a car for Roger Penske. He gave her a brand new car. Really? Yeah. Dang it. I wish that was my that story car. Came out to me. So, I know, right? I had kept the car, asked for the, at least the wheel that was attached to the tire. And, uh, you know, got a new car. I would, and I wouldn't have fixed my car either. I left it as is. But so that crash happened with 15 to go. And they had to fix the, uh, they had to fix the, uh, uh, the wall, the safer barrier, because it was damaged in the crash. So then they went green. And then there was another crash with nine laps to go when Pato Award dive bombed into turn three. It's a real stupid move, honestly. <clears throat> so. That brought out another yellow. So then they were going to go green with like four to go. Then wacky hijinks ensued on the front stretch. And it was like a four car crash at the start, the restart. So they threw the red flag with one lap to go. So, which that's unusual. That's never happened before. Usually they just finished under yellow. I thought they were going to finish it under yellow. So they... They fired up the, the cars. They went around from the pit lane. They hauled ass all the way around the track, took the white flag, one lap to go. There was a one-lap shootout. Joseph of Newgarden passed Marcus Erickson, last year's winner, in turn three uh, to take the win. <clears throat> so the conspiracy theory is we've never had a red flag on a last lap, on the very, very last lap. They've never had a green flag. So the only reason they did that was because Roger Penske owns IndyCar, and he owns a Speedway, and Joseph Newgarden's his driver. So that's why they did it. That was the, the conspiracy theory, which is total BS. But, uh, yeah, Joseph Newgarden won the race. It was really it was pretty entertaining. But the first half was a little boring because immediately, it's just like last year's race, there's no passing. Everybody just rides around because they're in fuel-saving mode. That's all they do is save fuel. And it's just a parade, and it's kind of boring. And then it was a crash on like lap 95, and then after that, all hell broke loose, and they started racing. So, but, um, so pretty much what you're saying is, if I ever actually come to a race, just show up for like the last few 
around. No, I mean, there's always, I mean, you never know what can happen. I mean, there wasn't a yellow until lap 95, and that's that's unusual. That's the second most, I think it was the second most laps in a race before a yellow. So it doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I mean, there's all kinds of things that can go wrong in a race. It's, un, it's Every race is unpredictable. Every race is different. So, um, but they did, I mean, it was a good job. I don't care. I mean, you know, it's, everybody has to have, oh, I got to have a, a green finish, blah, blah, blah. I don't care either way. I would have, I'm glad Newgarden won over Erickson. I'm not an Erickson guy. I don't hate Erickson, but I don't like him either. Yes, you but do. You hate him. I do don't not. Lie. I got his autograph on a picture this year in the garage here. Um, anyway, so, um, but first, so we went to Carb Day on Friday, right? Yeah. Which Carb Day is freaking awesome. It is a blast. It's 75,000 people at Carb Day. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. That's more than a Colts sold out. Colts, uh, that's more than a sold out Colts football game. Yeah. So, so Carb Day is a lot of fun. It's great. And so they have two hours of practice, and then they have the pit stop contest, and then they have a concert, which was What's Soul Asylum. contest? They have a pit stop contest. They take two guys and they do uh, see who can do the fastest pit stop. Oh, cool! It's it's like double elimination. It's really cool, actually. <clears throat> so they do a pit stop contest, and then they have a concert. A rock concert, which had Soul Asylum and Brian Adams this year. And that concert started at 4 o'clock. So, they say that the concert is from 4 to 6. Which is fine, because we go over to Raceway Park. And we watch the Silver Crowns, and there's Midgets Racing, and then Formula 2000, and Formula Pro 2000, right? There's four different racing divisions that race out of Raceway Park. So we usually leave the track about 6 anyway. <clears throat> well, for some reason... They used to have eight contestants in the pissed up contest. That's been brought up to 16. That's way too many. Cut it back down to eight. You don't need that big. You don't need that big of a pissed up contest. After a while, it's just the same thing, you know, over and over again. So the concert started at four, which was fine. That's Soul Asylum, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm expecting Soul Asylum to play for maybe a half hour, right? They play 30 minutes. And then Brian Adams takes the stage at 4:45, right? And he plays for an hour and 15 minutes, which is pretty good. You know, that's a good that's a good concert. Solistine played for an hour. They played from four to five, right? Yeah, and Shaq didn't even show up. No, yeah, he couldn't. So that was Sunday. Well, he got served, so right. I'll but, talk about uh, that afterwards. Keep going. Sorry. So I think it's so hilarious. so Solistine played for four four to five. I'm not a Solistine fan. But they put on a good show. You know, it was a good set. It mm-hmm. really was. They were really good. I was impressed. Brian Adams didn't take the stage till 5.30. So they announced that Brian Adams is going to play 5.30 to 7, right? Well, here's the issue with that. So we left. I, I heard Brian Adams sing one song because I wanted to get to Raceway Park, right? Yeah. So... I, we left at five. We left at like five forty-five, because they moved up the the start of the races. So we left earlier than we normally would. So we did that, and then there was an article in the paper the next day, the Star, how the concert was like bleeding fans, like they were leaving before the show was over. So 
I know the Speedway's thinking in this, and but they're wrong. So the Speedway's thinking, <clears throat> let's keep the fans here till 7 o'clock. That's dinner time. They'll buy more food. They'll buy more drinks. You know what I mean? Mm. They're thinking money. But the issue is, we got there at 9.15 in the morning, right? Yeah. And you want me to stay till 7.30? That's a long-ass day. That really is. Do they plus? Even, do they give out free water there? No, no, it's not like the, that. No. That's how people get hurt. Well, the but the issue is, <clears throat> so downtown Speedway, which is just right across the street, catty corner from the Speedway itself. Downtown Speedway, they have old cars out there. They have live music. There's restaurants. There's bars. They have food trucks and stuff. They have booths set up. So they have. A thing on on Main Street and Speedway on Friday night, right? So a lot uh-huh. of people left the track and went to that. I'm sure we weren't the only ones to leave early to go out to Raceway Park to the races. So it's not that Brian Adams can't hold an audience. I don't think n- nobody would hold an audience. I think I think the Speedway's asking too much. There's too many other things people want to do on Friday night than yeah. stay at the Speedway till 7:30. You know what I mean? You know, There's people a go lot out of to things eat. to do. You know, people want to go out to eat. They want to go. I'm sure they have parties they can go to or, you know, they have special things they want to do on Friday night. And they don't want to stay at the track till 730. So it wasn't Brian Adams' fault that people were leaving early. It's Speedway's fault for letting, you know, start the show at 345, get them off the stage by 415, you know, or three, yeah, three fifty by 315. Then put the main act at 345, 3.30, 3.40, or 4.30, 4.45, let them play till 6 o'clock. End of the show, everybody leaves at 6. You still have plenty of time to do stuff. But I think the Speedway messed up on this. We're not, I mean, when we talked about it, we're like, now we know next year, we're not even considering going to the concert. We'll just, we'll go to the Pit Stop Contest, and when that's over, we'll even go out to Raceway Park. So I just I kinda I kinda put a sour taste in my mouth that they they're trying to make fans stay longer to milk more money out of them and it didn't work. So that's all it's about is milking money out of them. Oh it is. And I mean oh dude though, we're walking so practice was over. Practice from eleven from one from eleven to one, right? So we eat lunch right after that. So we go down out of the grandstands. We're going towards the infield. Because they have a big fan zone down there. There's they're handing out free stuff down there. We had like, they had a big ice cream social and they had Chevy. Chevy had an ice cream social, right? So all the Chevy powered drivers were throwing out uh, uh, ice cream sandwiches out of the back of the pickup trucks on display in the Chevy fan, in the fan zone. Chevy has this big display and they have pickup trucks. So they're just throwing out ice cream sandwiches to everybody. So I got a free ice cream sandwich. I'm not going to lie. Um, but on the way down there, we passed a booth. They had freaking Skyline Chili Dogs. Overrated. Not overrated. When you pay $6 for a hot dog at the track, and you can get two Skyline Chili Dogs for nine fifty. Best thing ever. Skyline Chili is overrated, though. No, it's not. Yes, yeah, so it's just, it's mid- Chili over spaghetti. It is not. No, these are chili dogs, dude. Skyline chili dogs. 
It's mid mid chili at best. You never had Skyline Chili dogs? Nope. Oh my god, dude! What they do is like you almost can't eat them by hand because they load them. You get the hot dogs, and they put the chili sauce on top, right? The meat sauce, you know, like you get at Louis or A and W. They yeah. bury that with cheddar cheese, like it is buried underneath this mountain of cheddar cheese. That's the greatest thing ever. So we have Skyline Chili Dogs. So they're starting to introduce like restaurants into into the Speedway instead of just having concessions. Six so dollar hot dogs. They got like they got like you know the McDonald's. Not not that there's a McDonald's. But they got like the McDonald's stand, or they got like the Chick Fil A stand, something like that. Right. Those, I think they're going to start doing that because they had another place in there that was doing. I think they were doing wings. They had wings. So, it was Wings and Sky, and this is the first time I've seen this, but um, I like the choice because um, a hot dog six bucks, a bra is seven fifty, a cheeseburger is nine fifty. Uh, it's twelve dollars for a, a chicken, was a chicken strip value meal that comes with uh, fries. So if you want a burger and fries, it's going to cost you fifteen dollars. So, so it's, uh, I went I went and helped chaperone her field trip to Kings Island yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you want to know how much we went to the we went to Panda. You want to know how much Panda costs for the two of us? No. 40 bucks. What the hell? Seriously? Yeah. And don't get me That's wrong. That's not even real Chinese food. No, it was good, but it wasn't $40 Chinese food. That's too much money. It was kind of pathetic. That's a lot of scratch. I mean, I expect to pay a lot of money at the racetrack, but not. Well, well shoot, it's like $17 go to five guys now. So, you know. Motsy, stop it. And, yeah, sorry. Motsy keeps bugging Biscuit, the older cat. Um. Yeah, you go to five guys and it's like, going, I'd rather just go to Applebee's. Get a little bit better food. Well, that's true, but um, their food's so good, though, man. Uh, you know, you're right. It's it's five guys. It's crappy, it's crappy food, but it's good, good food. It's good tasting food. That's the best food. Oh, dude, speaking of fast food, check this shit out. So I took my brother to the airport Monday, right? Yeah. So we stopped off at eight before we dropped him off at the airport, and. Um, I've been in Avon a few times to looking for, you know, old records and books and stuff. And we, I passed this place, I right. I passed this place called Jaggers, right? Like Like Mick Mick Jagger. Yeah. So I'm like, let's check this place out, you know, and they had burgers and stuff. And so we go in and they, it is owned by the people that do Texas Roadhouse. Really? Yeah, it's owned by the same guy that started Texas Roadhouse. So they've got burgers in there. Um, Do they got it, peanuts all over the floor? No, where it's the peanut allergy will die. No, no. So they have burgers. It's fast food, so you can get burgers. You can get chicken sandwiches. There's salads. They have milkshakes, which were milkshakes are really good. And you can eat either like for a side item, you can get like mac and cheese, tater tots, French fries, you know, whatever you want. So I got fries. My brother got tots, but we had. A chicken fried steak sandwich. 
So what it is is it's a chicken sandwich, you know, like a like a, a, a breaded breaded chicken sandwich. Yeah. So it's breaded chicken with milk gravy on top, and on top of that is an egg. Oh my like a god! A fried egg. Oh my god! It is so freaking good. So if you ever see a Jaggers anywhere, check them out. How I'm many, sure their burgers are good. Well, I'm gonna look them up right now. And just I just want to see where they're all they're at. I wonder if it's just like one location or. No, that's a no, that, somebody needs to, um, somebody needs to franchise that that bitch out to like other places besides freaking Avon. Nobody goes to Avon. <laughs> well, Avon is nice though. Yeah, that's where I went to uh, Longhorn. Was just because close to the track, but. Yeah, but nobody's like, you know, I got an idea today. Let's go to Avon. Nobody's going to do that, dude. Like, seriously. Yeah. Sorry, talking to him really. So. Yeah, it just being yeah. curse. Yeah. Huh? Talk just being mean. Oh, I thought you said I was being mean. So. Can you hear Kimberly? What'd she say? She said hi. Oh, hi. He said, oh, hi. Oh, there's one in Noblesville. I tried to look them up. I can't find them. Oh, here they are. Eat Jaegers. Oh, I was spelling it wrong. It's J. I was spelling it like Jaeger, like the the thing. It's not the, like Jaeger Meister. Oh, there's one in Mar. Oh, that's Ryan Jaeger's MD. So there's one in Indianapolis too. <laughs> hey, we're here to eat. This I was is excited. I was like, holy crap! There's one in. There's one in 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 Marion. No, that's the doctor. There's one in Columbus, Indiana. Indianapolis, 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 and Noblesville. They're open till 10. Is it like only an Indiana thing? No. Where's Monday Drive? Prairie Lakes of Noblesville. Where's this at? Um, it's off of 37. Near. Oh, there's Connor Prairie. Oh, I got really oh, excited because okay. there's one in Muncie, but I fell for it too. Right, MD. There's Bubs. Which road That's is honestly this? Honestly, not a, the one in uh, just north of 69, in between 69 and Noblesville. Not a bad location. Oh, it's on 30, 37 in Noblesville. Yeah, that's not bad. I know right where yeah. that's at. Yeah, it's right before you get to 69. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right before yes. Top Golf. Is it? Hmm? Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. So there you go. Jaggers. It's well, it's right off of 37. Well, we can uh we can go check it out at some point. Well, you know there's rift checks coming up. No. Yeah. Who's it? What movie? Um, yeah, I'll tell you. It's something I've I've seen it actually. I've seen this movie without the riff track. Um, I know that much. It is. Oh, balls! Come on. Riff tracks. That's big. 
Live is going to be a oh, rad. That's right. What is that? August seventeenth. Wasn't that one of your uh, not busters? No, I love rad. I would not buster. I would not not buster rad. It's horrible, but it's got Lori Laughlin. You know Aunt Becky. No. From Aunt Becky from Full, Full House. Oh. Okay. Lori Laughlin and Burt Connor. He's in it too. Dude. Freaking rad. Motocross attempts to enter corrupt promoters nationally. You've talked about this movie before. That's because it's freaking rules, dude. Is it freaking rad? It is rad. It's got Mike Joy in it too. He called, not Mike Joy, Ken Squire. He calls Hell Track. Hell Track's the track that he races in. Against the best of the best. Crew the Jones best or something like that is his name. <laughs> um, it is oh. the cheesiest ass movie, but I freaking love it. I wanted to talk about the... Uh, have you seen that uh, Shaq news? He got served at a basketball game? Yeah, so he has been like a big... like. He was one of the big promoters of the FTX uh, fumble. So right. what happened was, is like they've been trying to, the, the lawyers like hired four, three or four different firms to to serve him. He was like getting people thrown out of like NBA arenas. Um, he was like he he wasn't staying at his house or anywhere because he was just, he didn't want to get served. Uh-huh. Well, finally somebody got into and he got served on like that on like live broadcast. Like the guy, like they were they were recording and the guy walked up and served him. During the recording, really? I, I want them to release a video of it. Like they were people, they're, they're he's been like trying to get away from them, but he was a big like promoter of like FTX. Well, well, I want to see how much they're he's, him, right? Yeah, well, that's a lot of people got sued for FTX. Uh, I know. Brady and his ex-wife are getting sued, and everything. Well, that's what I thought. Else. That was Tom Brady's deal, right? Yeah, him and his wife lost like a billion dollars or something like that. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I want to see how much he lost. Um, I can't find anywhere where he lost, but he is like one of the big like supporters of it. So he is part of the class action lawsuit. See, that's BS. What do you mean? It's BS that he's getting sued. Well, he was a supporter of FTX and made people and got people to buy it. He's a he's liable. So if um so that what was that? So like if somebody if somebody promotes an exercise thing and they can't lose weight, then they should sue the people that promote it. But I don't think that's the thing. I think there's more into it with the whole crypto because he got, you know, pulled his money out and everything. And I mean, you get burnt. You got you, you. It's not a quick. Besides, even with crypto, I've got money in crypto. You just kind of let it sit. You know what I mean? Well, everybody thought it was a get rich. It's not a get rich. Thing. Nothing is get rich quick. It's just you know. 
Yeah, if if somebody buys a thigh master, and they don't lose weight on the thigh master, are they gonna sue Suzanne Summers? No. She uses it. She's already skinny. So I don't know. I don't. And I just think it's funny that he got served on. That's crappy, though. Well, if, sure they can if, find him somewhere else. No, they've been they've been hunting him for like a couple months, and he's been uh, giving him the slip. Good for him. Because there ain't nothing there. That's why. There should be nothing there. I don't know. I can't. So you know. You said you watched uh, Guardians. I did. Me and my brother would see Guardians on Sunday, Monday. And what? Dude, you that's think? a fun movie. Yeah, it's one of the best one. Uh, one of the best uh, Marvel movies in a while. It is one of the best Marvel Marvel It's one of the best Marvel movies in a while. Yes, I freaking love Karen Killian. She's so funny, especially if you're trying to open that car door. Open the effing door. Open the, push the effing button. That was so funny. That's a great movie. I'm glad I went to see it. Yeah, and you really, you need to watch at least Endgame. And probably the other Guardians movies, but it's not like these other ones where you got to watch like everything to know what's happening. Yeah, but you could probably get away with just watching the Guardians movies. Well, you wouldn't have known about Gamora. Is she she's not in Guardians. She's in. That's an Endgame thing. She died in. She died in Infinity War. Oh yeah, that's true. But no, it it's probably the most fun movie in a while. I enjoyed it, yeah. I'm and I'm looking forward to uh, Flash next and Indiana Jones. Dude, uh, I can't wait for Flash. And I hate it because that guy was like, he was like, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He was like grooming kids too. Yeah. Eh, so so is majority of Hollywood. We just don't know about it. Eh, you're right. Where's Epstein's list? I mean, give me a break. Yeah, probably we, we would lose all of our favorite actors if Epstein's list. We would, yeah, we out. would definitely lose all of our favorite actors. Oh, I saw TikTok earlier. Speaking of actors, so Timothy Oliphant turned down Fast and the Furious. Why? He thought it was stupid. <laughs> When when did he turn it down? Like which movie? The first movie, the very first Fast and Furious oh. movie. I doubt he regrets it. I'm sure. I'm sure he says he doesn't. It's not a movie for him, which I get it. It probably isn't. But still, he didn't realize who would he big. have been. Like which part did they offer him? He'd have been Paul Walker. Well, at least we would have. At least we got Paul Walker, right? Which Paul Walker was already established. He had been in uh, the Skulls, and he was in Varsity Blues. I watched that today. That was really good. Um, oh, I don't. I never knew he was uh, already established at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just just kind of blew him up. But he had already been in a few other movies. I was like, 
I was like, uh, oh, Paul, that's that guy from, well, I remember when we saw it, me and my brother went and seen it. Because it just looked, kind of looked like a fun movie to go see, you know? Yeah. Nothing Nothing. nine more movies later would have ever justified. Um, no, I, I like, would have, yeah, I never I like, knew there would be another. After seeing the first one, I was like, okay, there might be another one. But I never expected 20 more movies and a Fiero. Right. And I, I enjoyed the second one. I did like the second one. Too um, Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, that was good. Um, but I just, we, I mean, we just saw it on a whim. Like, hey, let's go see this. We like, we saw it opening night. There were like six people in the theater. When we like, swear to God, when we went to see it, there was hardly anybody in the theater. When we saw Fast and Furious. I think I first saw it, it was on. We kind of had that was back when you had cable boxes and we had HBO. Let's just say we didn't have we weren't paying for HBO back then. Um, and I think it was on HBO. That's the first time like, I watched it. Did it have a free weekend or something? No, no. If you had a if you had the right connections that would jailbreak a, a cable box for you, you could get HBO <laughs> free. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I guess I have a cable box. What are you talking? But anyway, so I saw, I did see uh, Guardians. It just did not disappoint. I, I knew it wouldn't. I just, we had some time to kill, so we went to the one o'clock show. Which the raiser prices of our movies are $7 now at night instead of six fifty. That ain't Which bad. It's still, be- it's still better than the $16, $17 we'd be paying if we had a new. Uh... Right? Like, it, well, it's what my brother's like, we don't go to this theater because they don't have uh they don't have recliner chairs i'm like dude i don't want recliner chairs we get recliner chairs they're going to start charging us 12 15 dollars yeah exactly oh before i do have a knot buster but i did watch this documentary last night called bammer rush i saw ads for it dude it is i think it's that's some toxic ass shit rush week at the university of alabama it just seems like that's any all, or all, university. All, all that uh, sororities are that I can tell based on if I was going to know if I want to know what sorority life was like based off of this documentary, it is for the beautiful people. It is. And there are top tier. Uh, there are top tier for uh, sororities and fraternities, and there are bottom tier sorority and fraternities. The top tier sororities those are the people in to know. Those are the people that help you get jobs after you graduate college. You know what I mean? They know get people. You, uh, be a, you know, get you in Congress or something. Local yes. Office. Right. And the lower tier, you know, you're working at PetSmart after you graduate college. You know, basically in the lower tier. Well, the only thing but, I ever saw it was it was a you just bought your friends. Well, that's what this one girl was like. She was like. Oh, I was I I belonged to this sorority, and or I was pledged. She was pledging for the sorority, right? Mm-hmm. And because she had another sorority s- sticker on her, on her shirt or whatever, or she was in another sorority. Maybe that's what it was. But because she wore another sorority sticker on her shirt, and they somebody told on her, they kicked her out. So here she thought she had these sisters for life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how they play this off. Like, oh, we're going to be sisters for life. We're going to be best friends forever and ever and ever. And, oh, you wore another sorority sticker. Well, guess what? Uh, you're kicked out. I was we're not with, talking to you anymore. This was back 
this is going to show you when I was a freshman in college. So I was with my friends at Purdue, just hanging out. Like it was like a weekend that like I went up to Purdue and visited. Mm-hmm. And we're walking around where there was a really good fresh baked cookies. Like you went and ordered, and they baked cookies for you. It's really good. Uh-huh. Um, so we we went and got some cookies, and we're walking back to their dorm. And all of a sudden, just a group of guys all dressed exactly the same. Someone says Tebow time, and they all they all drop it down in Tebow. And my my friends are like, damn sororities, or not sororities, fraternities, because they're all dressed the same. They all wear like the same pink like shirt and the same pants and the same shoes. And it, right. it's, it's like, what the heck? Like they all, and then they they, granted, you never know. I might have joined a fraternity if I was on a bigger campus, but I wasn't pretty enough. Yeah, I, I wasn't pretty enough, and I didn't care. And it's like they, my friend that I, I have two friends that are in fraternities, and they always talk about how it's like you know promoting individuality and blah 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 this. I'm like, y'all dress the same and act exactly the same. It's just you bought your friends and you drank all the time. That's but exactly what, what you do. Yeah, I I thought it was kind of toxic, judgmental, because not only is it presentation, it's how you. Uh, answer questions that you're, you know, uh, and then like if you're initiating talk with other fraternities or sororities, you don't, you don't bring up, the, you know, you don't ask them, you know, what is your religion? What is your political uh, stance? What is your, you know, what is, what is your background? Do you have a lot of, you know, do you come from, you know, do you come from money or, you know, like it's very, very strict. Like they have people at colleges that coach these girls. So that they can get into sororities. And to me, that's mind blowing that that's the. And no wonder why everybody, no wonder why everybody in college lives in a fantasy world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's all it is. But to me, it just seemed like all the all the sororities and all the popular sororities, it is a beauty contest and they only pick the beautiful people. So needless to say, or sororities, I'm sorry. So needless to say, I would probably never date or marry anyone who is in a sorority. <laughs> I'd have been one of the lowly dorm people. <laughs> you, could do, you could do what, I forget what college it was, but you can do what the one college did and force them to take you because you're, trans, you're, uh, you're a woman. And they're saying I, no because I, you're a man. Identify. Yeah. Yes, or what was that movie? What was the movie? Accepted? You just create your own? Yes. I loved Accepted. That was a great movie. What was it? It was an acronym for the, right? It was an acronym. Their, uh, their, their, uh, their, their, well, that was a school, right? Yeah, South Harmon Institute of Technology. Yeah. What's the name of the school? S H I T. <laughs> oh, that's genius. That's a great movie. Except it is a great movie. It's got Blake Lively in it. Before she married, uh, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. I think it's got. Doesn't it have Jonah Hill before he was Jonah Hill? Yeah, and Justin Long. Yeah, and Wait. oh, who's the comedian? I can't think of his name. Louis Black. Dean. Yeah, Lewis Black. Oh, I love Lewis Black. Oh, yeah, Robin Lord Taylor's in it. He was the penguin yeah. in Gotham. 
So that was a good movie. But um, anyway, so yeah, I, I would never want my child to go to a sorority. And like they're crushed, like they cry and ball, like they're dead, like they're, their world has come to an end if they don't get accepted into these sororities. Mm-hmm. But you have to pledge to three or four because if you don't get the one you want, then, you know, you can get a lower division one, I guess. The, the real lower, question is, if you, if you practice hard enough, can you get in a higher division? No, you cannot. You can, you're only so pretty, you know, and they, they can't, you can't make people like you. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that's mind blowing is, do, you know, this is all based on if somebody, I mean, if somebody just don't like you just because like maybe you wear better clothes than they do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you have access. They can totally make sure that you don't get into a sorority. That's crazy. But anyway, so I watched that, but um, it's kind of wacky because it, it kind of goes off the rails a few times. It doesn't stay true to its story, but you just have to watch it and find out. It's on HBO. But Bama Rush. So I watched a nut buster. What was it? The 1985 sci-fi classic Land of Doom. When you first sent me the message, I was like, the original Doom movie with The Rock? Land of Doom. Land Um, of Doom. What happens in the Land of Doom? So the Land of Doom, which came out in 1985, is directed by Peter Maris. If we don't know who Peter Maris is, Peter Maris is the director of Terror Squad. Oh. Kokomo's own. Which is on Paramount Plus now. Yes. Well, so is this. This is where I watched this, Land of Doom. He's also known for Delirium in 1979 and The Survivor in 2006. <laughs> um, so, um, it's a it's a hard movie to watch. Hard and like, as, as in just that bad, or hard? It's that as bad. In... It was. It's just bad. So the premise of the movie, which was distributed by MGM, by the way. Which is mm-hmm. mind blowing. What were people doing in the eighties? You know, where the, I guess they were all on, all on cocaine for this movie to get produced. So it's Earth. The, so the the plot based off of IMDb is Earth has been ravaged by a nuclear war, and a feminist warrior is forced to jump up with a soldier of fortune in her journey to find a rumored paradise as they battle gangs of rampaging bandits. So That's were they trying to make Mad Max? It's kind of like Mad Max, except, you know, it's not Mad Max. So check out. <laughs> you got to check this out. So the. <laughs> so like this is supposed to be like in like the 21st century, right? Which is where we're at. Right. It is. Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was the 21st century. Yeah. The 20th century was, you know, the 1980s. I know. I'm just joking with you. Okay, so check the I'm check out the leg. names. Here are the names of the characters, right? So the woman, like you would think they would have like weird names, right? Like odd names. Is this is supposed to be like way into the future. Yeah. Her name is Harmony. 
and she teams up with this guy, and his name is Anderson. The bad guy who wears a mask and has a mechanical arm, his name is Slater. And the bad guy who goes after Anderson and Harmony and wants to take over Slater's spot, his name is Purvis. I just found that just like random basic names for, uh, you know, a, a doom and gloom movie. So, um, so when it comes up, right, it says, it says land of doom. The letters in the title look like they're painted and cut from styrofoam. Like you can see the styrofoam dots in it. <laughs> and then, then the title blows up. So, they start off and they're in this city. I guess it's a village. It's all filmed in Turkey. So it's all sand and mud huts and stuff like why that. Why Turkey? I don't know. But why are all apocalyptic why are all apocalyptic movies full of motorcycles? What is it with the love of motorcycles in apocalyptic movies? Good gas yeah. mileage, easy to fix. They all wear roll ride motorcycles. So the Are they the wearing assless chaps? Holy shit. So no, but they are wearing like BDSM outfits, like Remember that part that's all leather and BDSM clothes and they all wear masks. Like remember that part in, in uh, dodgeball when they get the wrong outfits. Yes. That's the stuff they wear in this movie. The oh bad my guys. goodness. I am not kidding. Like it is mind blowing. I'm like, are you kidding me? So, um, the motorcycles though, they have like these covers on them and it looks like there's like a screen, you know, to, to, from the front of the motorcycle, you know, like a, like a, like a, uh, like a like a, a plexiglass screen or whatever, but there's no plexiglass glass, and it looks like it's either made out of wood or cardboard. In some shots, it looks like cardboard. That's how bad it is, and some of them have guns on them, which is kind of cool, I guess. But there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of explosions and and, and uh, uh, murder and is shooting. Is it like the uh, Sedaris movies? The uh, like. Uh, hard ticket where it's like the guns are like just a random hodgepodge of guns, like a 22 survival rifle. Yeah, and like and then the, the next guy has like a Mac 10, and then like the next bullet. guy has like a has like a a, a flintlock. So this guy, <laughs> this woman, right? She gets she gets pulled out of her house and she starts to get raped. Can we say raped, or should we say R star period star P A I S? So anyway, so this guy There's only a few words I'll bleep out here (laughs) So this guy's trying to rape this woman, right? So this other guy comes up to him and shoots him Kills him, right? So you think he's saving the woman who's being raped? No, he shoots the guy so he can rape her Well, that guy gets stabbed And gets in a fight with another guy So he can rape her Meanwhile, none of these guys have gotten this woman's clothes off so there's no raping. It's more just kind of wrestling around. And then finally, that guy just kills the woman because apparently he don't know how to get her clothes off. So, but the woman, her name's Harmony. She meets Anderson in this abandoned house. He's like been wounded, right? He's laying there dying. And like the next day, he's okay. Like nothing big is going on, right? He prayed hard enough. I guess. But Slater, he's the bad guy, right? And his hair... Is like it looks like a marble bagel. You know how you get a marble bagel with different variations of brown and tan. Mm-hmm. He had like uh, like a tan on one side, and then a brown in the middle, 
and then like a blonde on the other. It was really weird. Okay. And then um, he uh, he gets mad at a guy uh, because he can't find Anderson. They're looking for Anderson. That's all they want to do is find Anderson, right? So meanwhile, uh, Anderson and Harmony are um, end up in a fight with these guys. And she like blames him. She's like, she lets him go with her. Like he's, she's like, he's like, can I go with you? And she's like, okay, just don't touch me. I don't want to be touched. Just don't, don't, just don't touch me. So then she blames him when a guy tries to have his way with her. It's like the guys, it's like Anderson's fault. And I'm like, well, you just told him he could come. So it's really not his fault. And, um, Slater, Slater's kind of got like a, no, 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 not Slater. I'm sorry. Anderson seems like he has a New York accent and it like comes in and out. So. I'm not so sure that he's part of an apocalyptic thing, a, a desert kind of person. And the poor guy's tied up to like these pieces of wood. That wood looks so freaking old. Like he probably could have just broke it free and like it would have disintegrated. But he knows about a group of fighters that are fighting Slater and the bad guys. Well, they come upon this guy and this guy's going to feed them, right? So, he, uh, Harmony goes around and he sees this woman, this guy tied up in this barn or whatever, right? Like she comes back and they're going to eat dinner together. And he says, what kind of meat is this? And he says, it's deer meat. We found a deer and we ate it. So Harmony gets mad. She's like, this isn't deer meat. It's human flesh. It's How human you know? beef. Because she saw the guy hanging in the, the barn. Okay. So she wants to kill this guy. Well, he wouldn't let her kill her because killing people without having a reason to kill people is bad. So there is a moral to the story. Right? Mm -hmm. So Anderson's got more morals than Harmony does. Harmony just wants to kill people. Oh, there's random attacks in the desert. Like they take out six or eight guys. Then we find out there's a flesh-eating plague on the on Earth. Um, and she's worried about getting the plague first a nuclear war now a flesh-eating plague what's next yes well they decide they're going to take they're going to go to sleep because they're tired right so they go to the high ground they need to go to high ground so they can see over you know so when they go to the high ground they get awoken in the next morning by blasts and why are there blasts like explosions and stuff because they're above a village and the village is getting uh raided by the raiders the bad guys slaters people so did they not know that they were close to a village? Like, did they not, like, scope out the territory before they laid down at night? But do they help the townspeople against the raiders? No. They do they help steal... the raiders? No, but they do steal one of the motorcycles that the raiders were on. Speaking of raiders, I want to talk about them in a few minutes. Just something quick. So there's a motorcycle chase ensues by then. Um, but she gets caught by... Uh, Anderson gets caught by Purvis, but she saves Anderson from Purvis. At this point, I don't know what happened. I might have fallen asleep or just lost interest because they somehow got captured. Next thing you know, there's a guy riding like a 10-speed motor, like 10-speed bicycle in the desert. This, this thing's full of motorcycles and old pickup trucks, but this dude's riding like a 10-speed with like little skinny tires. The guy... That guy has been, he hangs out with these little people, which are essentially their Jawas. They look exactly like Jawas. They're small people, and Ooh, they have geez. hoods. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Um, there's another chase, and they get away in a small pickup truck that's like been converted. It's got like guns and stuff and all this other stuff. Well, the Jawas drop rocks on the bikers, and it slows them down. Is right? it an Ewok scene now? Do they take out ATATs? And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially what it is. So they're dropping rocks and stuff. So they save the day. So they get to this bridge, right? Our, our uh-huh. heroes, Anderson and Harmony, get to this bridge. They bail out of the truck. I'm like, why are they bailing out of the truck? Why? Well, they blow up the truck on the bridge to slow down the people that's chasing them. Good idea, huh? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, they're walking away, and they say, well, that should slow them down for a little bit. And um, the woman, who don't like to be touched, Harmony, she kisses Anderson, and they walk away, only to see the arm of Slater pop up. So they run off together, because it basically appears that Slater is chasing them, right? Mm -hmm. Roll the credits. Did he really leave this as a sequel? I have no freaking idea. Because na- what the it. heck? Now I want to know. Like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, this is how the movie ends? Are you kidding me? And the, the best part, though, the song, it, the, the movie has its own song. Like, there's a guy singing about the land of doom. It's the land of doom. Is it the same guy who sang Hard Ticket to Hawaii? No, it is not. But you know what? It's got me thinking, because I know there's no song for Terror Squad. I may write a song about Terror Squad. Terror so, Squad. It's given me some inspiration, actually. This, so if I got anything out of this movie, it is inspiration to write a song. But it is Land of Doom. It is one of the worst not-busters I have ever seen in my life. Of all the not-busters I've seen, this is the worst one. But you were able to finish it. Barely. Were you like yawning and falling asleep? And uh, yeah, I did, and that's how I don't know what happened because um, I fell asleep. So, um, yeah. So don't watch it. But it is on Paramount if you want to watch it. If you want to watch um, that, and then watch um, Terror Squad. Maybe. I might just watch Terror Squad to. Uh... Terror Squad is a watchable movie. It helps that it was made in Kokomo, and you'll laugh at it anyway. And uh, they need to do a freaking, uh, what's it called, of it. Um, Riff Tracks, that's what I was thinking. They need a Riff Tracks, yes, they do, of it. But that's my Not Buster, the 1985 Peter Maris directed classic um, Land of Doom, open for sequel. Well, maybe we could green get a sequel greenlit, maybe, and you know, maybe we can get MGM to to uh, produce it and distribute it for us. Mm-hmm. They already own the rights, so we can right. Do it. I mean, I wonder what happened to Peter Maris. Is he dead? I don't know. I probably saw him when he was in town because I was uh, hanging out uh, down at the movie. How do you spell his uh, last name? M-A-R-I-S. I was hanging out down there until uh, I got in trouble for missing church for being down at the, the How movie. Dare you? 
Yeah, I missed Wednesday night church and got in trouble. I couldn't go down there no more. Um, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. I think he's still alive. His last movie was 2007. 2007 zombie the Hunter. Zombie Hunters. Dude, we've got to watch these. These are like Andy Sedaris movies. At least Andy Sedaris movies aren't actually half bad. No, they're cheesy as hell, but that's the love of them. Yeah, they Dude, were. Alien Species. This is Phantasmagoria. Can it be love? That's got. There, that's. Oh, yeah, there we go. So, fun story about Terror Squad. I was talking at the museum about it, and the curator was like, that's an hour, and however long the movie was, I'm never going to get back in my life. And I was like, you watching? He's like, I had to. I was told I had to if I worked here. It's a part mm-hmm. of the history. It is. It's a fun movie to watch. It's stupid as hell. But I love it. I can watch it. I like. I've got the VHS of it, dude. I I think we my dad has a DVD of it. It's funny because I got to thinking about this because I was singing Terror Squad in the shower because I took a shower after the movie was over, right? But it's not really a squad of terrorists. It's like two terrorists, so it's like a duo. It's like duo squad, terror duo, not terror That's squad. Still squad. No squad is like four be, of them. I think there's three. There's, there might be four. Four might be a squad. Because I thought there's like, four because there's two in the front and two in the back when they're running around blown up I the water tower. I thought there was only three. In the, I thought there was only one in the back. But I could be wrong. I need to watch it again. I don't know. Um, maybe maybe one of them stayed at the uh, nuclear reactor in, in Kokomo. Yes, at uh, Blackwater. Blackwater yeah. River. Black River, Blackwater River, Black Snake River. At Hoosier High. They took hostages at Hoosier High. <laughs> I forgot it was which is the high. downtown campus. Despite being the star of the film, this is the trivia on IMDb. You now they have trivia. Despite being the star of the film, Chuck Connors does nothing during the movie to actually stop the terrorists, and that's freaking true. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps saying it's like dog day afternoon, dog day afternoon. Filmed in Kokomo, Istanbul, Turkey. I don't know what this guy has tied to Turkey. Wait. Oral, Indiana, and Michigan City, Indiana. Is he from Turkey? The what did he Peter shoot? Mayer is Turkish? What did he shoot in Terror Squad in Turkey? Uh, the beginning when the terrorists are... Uh, it's actually kind of... It, it's like the country that hates America, you know? Evil America, we hate them. It's pretty much true to life. Like It became true, honestly. Um a third world country hating America. That's the part at the beginning of the movie when it shows a uh, third world country, Middle Eastern country hating America. That's what he filmed in Turkey. He must have some ties to Turkey because he filmed uh, Land of Doom was actually Turkey. So is it even safe to go to Turkey right now? Uh, is that Istanbul? Yes. Yeah, no, I will never call it Istanbul. It's Constantinople. It's Constantinople. Istanbul was Constantinople. Well, Every time I hear Istanbul, that's exactly, I start singing that stupid song. Istanbul, it was only named Istanbul after the fall, of, basically towards the end of the Ottoman Empire. Istanbul was Constantinople. Uh, it's a Bugs Bunny song. I heard it on a Bugs Bunny. And then me and my brother were so stupid because like, there's, there's a there's a cartoon. And like Bugs Bunny's in Baghdad, right? And there's a big neon sign, and it'll flash bag, dad, <laughs> bag dad all together. 
So we'll go bag dad, bag dad. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to go into the uh, bombs over Baghdad uh, outcast <laughs> movie or song. Uh, no. Istanbul is Constantinople. Um, Which they raced a Formula One race in Istanbul, I think. Or Constantinople. No, I, th- I think I think right now the big thing with Turkey is the there's some contention over the pre- presidential election that it was rigged. Ours? No, no it, Turkey. That would never not, happen, Chris. This is America. We no, you're right. Honestly. Every, no, there's no corruption here. No corruption at all in the United States None. of America. <laughs> Only, you know, all that money Pelosi is making and all the senators and congressmen are making all legit, you know, they they, they just know when to make trades. There was the no insider trading whatsoever and poor Martha Stewart got sent to jail for her. Yep. Hey, I think she makes more money now with Snoop Dogg than ever before. Oh, I'm sure. She got a good time. Dude, okay, so there is a, there's a, an AOC Parody account. Oh, she is flipping shit about it too. Okay, so if there is a parody account about her and she is that worried about it, does that mean that her stuff is so stupid that she tweets out that we're not supposed to, we won't be able to tell the difference between exactly. her tweet and the parody account? Yep. I, I followed the parody account. It's freaking hysterical. I did too. Like it's the not- first time I saw it, I think you might, you might have liked something. That's why I saw it. Was I was like, is this real? And I had to like, I'm not, I'm not stupid enough where I automatically think it's real because I'm like, I don't think so. I looked at the account and it said parody. I was like, okay, it's hot at the equator and cold at the North Pole. If that doesn't prove global global warming is real, nothing will. <laughs> That's funny. Holy crap! Who has more followers, her or the uh, AOC? Actual? I don't know. How many followers? Let's take a look there. This like just started and it's blue checked and they've got. Well, that's only five bucks now. We can be blue check mark. Well, I could blue check. Well, I might have to. Five bucks. Not really. Okay. So AOC parody has 312,000 followers, right? Well, they just got one extra one. Um, what about the real one? That's what I'm looking for. She has oh thirteen point four million. Gosh, there's that many people. Do they follow her because she's stupid, or do they follow her because like they? Oh, well, I feel bad because I bet there's a lot of people that don't want to follow her but have to for their jobs. <laughs> right. Oh, do you have anything else? I do. A uh, quick uh, story about the Raiders and their wonderful off-season signing of Jimmy Garoppolo. So remember when they when they signed him, right? Yeah. And they were going to do a press conference and they canceled it. Yeah. He failed his physical. <laughs> because he had to have foot surgery. And I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing at the Raiders look. I'm sorry. I like what are you doing? This guy cuz initially the, cert, the the injury was a shoulder injury, not a foot injury. They were worried about a shoulder his injury. Name is, his nickname is Glass Bones for a reason. I can't, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? This is, I'm like, they would have been better off keeping Derek Carr and 
and and uh, uh, Rich Bisaccia as a head coach, as the signing Josh McDaniels. This thing is a train wreck. He's going to get hurt, and we're going to see that guy from Purdue playing, which is fine with me because he's probably better than Garoppolo anyway. You know what? You should buy his jersey just just to buy it. To me, like to burn it. No, no, not not Garoppolo. The uh, kid from the, Purdue. the guy from Purdue. Yeah, so you can get ahead of the game for when they get rid of Garoppolo. When they get rid of Garoppolo when he's the starter. It is number four. I could just, like, duct tape over Derek Carr's name and put his name on it. Uh, he, that, that, that's rough that they gave him, or he took number four right after Garoppolo. I thought it was a little too soon myself. Because, yeah, you know, Luck's number's not retired, or Peyton's number's not retired yet, but you don't take those numbers. Right. I agree. Give it a few years. Well, the Raiders don't retire numbers, but I was, was going to say, I doubt good. the Raiders retire car, but no, well, they don't retire numbers anyway, because there was a 12 Gannon was 12, but, and there's 21 and there's, I but, think retiring numbers is dumb because it's going to be like Futurama where it's like coming out now, number one twenty four and three fourths. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think they're screwed. I think they're I ho- they're going to get they screwed the pooch signing Garoppolo. They really, really did, and I don't feel sorry for him one bit. Meanwhile, I feel bad for Garoppolo. Meanwhile, Carr's right, getting uh, consulted with with uh, uh, Chucky. Uh, John Gruden is helping. Well, the uh, thing is, is all Carr wanted really was to be consulted on stuff. Well, he wanted a head, yeah, and you know he wants consistently where he doesn't have a new head coach every single year. Yeah, I feel bad for uh, Devontae. Yeah, he got screwed. Because he came to be with his friend. He's friends with Derek Carr. And he came to be with his friend, and they kicked, shipped him out of town. And freaking, the second, the day that McDaniels got there, he wanted to get rid of Carr. I know it for a fact. Yeah. Because they signed him to like a three-year deal prior to signing McDaniels. And then he don't even last a year. Come on now. So, he must not have gotten McDaniel's a birthday gift or something. I don't. McDaniel's he's, he's, like he's the pettiest guy ever because he he didn't uh, he leaked the news of somebody's marriage or engagement or something. He's well, he's not. So somebody said that the only person that can work under Josh McDaniel's system is Tom Brady, yep. and that's fine. It works for Tom Brady. It doesn't work for anybody else. He thinks Garoppolo. It's going to work for Garoppolo when he's going to get a. They're going to get their ass kicked. Well, because he worked for him when he was a backup for two games or whatever. Right. I don't know. With 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 uh, surprisingly with Tom Brady buying into the Raiders, hopefully they'll infuse some winning into it and then get rid of freaking McDaniel's. So we'll see. We'll see. Then you can finally wear your Raiders gear again. So wear my Raiders gear again, yeah. But. It's going to be funny because they're going to make the Super Bowl this year. They are not going to make the Super Bowl. Have you seen? We talked about their schedule. Oh, they're going to win they, like four games. Yeah, they're going to win like four games. But I'm going to laugh if they do really good. Yeah, they won't. Because you made that promise. I think McDaniels, depending on how bad they do this year, he'll get one more year. That's what I'm afraid of. As one more year, you got to deal with them too. I don't know. They want to win now. They don't want to win two or three years down the road. Well, the problem is when you want to win now, that's when you never win. You should have kept 
You should have kept Kai. Yep. Anyways, you can catch us at Pod Nerds on Twitter, Hoosier Nerds on Facebook. You can watch and listen to us at YouTube, and you can catch us at your favorite podcasting sites Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and Amazon. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> trying to get me to mess up. Just trying to add some, some dramatic. Yeah. You know, no shower thoughts this time because I didn't feel like looking one up. I don't Anyways, have If you don't know, now you know who's your nerds are. It's us. That is us. us. Sorry, that's us guys. Yep. 